1: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval.
3: Delivery fees may apply. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this
1: is your wake-up call.
3: Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday, Chris? Man, it's already Tuesday. The week's flying by. That doesn't make any sense when it's only the second day of the week. (laughs) But what else are we going to do? What do we have tonight? Of course, of course, we're going to talk about a little bit of inflation talk and and that might go. that might go a little dark. I was talking to some economic experts today. Just just that'll be a little dark. just Prepare for that. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll give you 10 minutes. I'll give you 10 minutes, and then we're diving headlong into inflation and where we're going and things like that. Breaking the law. Someone says the Pentagon is breaking the law. We'll talk about that. The DOJ subpoenaing. I don't know if subpoenaing is a word, but I just made that up because I'm not a lawyer, Chris. Bunch of Trump people. All that Email, so much more coming up on the Jesse Kelly show, but I want to begin here with some good news. Because with the look, with the inflation numbers coming out today, it all sucks. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't everyone's looking, everyone's looking at these numbers. And let's clarify something. It already sucked. It already sucked. It sucked for you today when the official numbers come out. Now, Washington jumps up and says, man, this sucks. We just found out today. Well, yeah, anybody who was buying groceries already knew it was really, really bad. How bad? Yeah, again, we'll get into that 10 minutes from now. I don't want to bother with that for now. I want to do something else first. I want to I talk about something that will make, make you smile. It makes me smile. Well, I should say I hope it makes you smile. There's a headline today. I saw it. Actually, the truth is I saw it last night, but I saw the headline, and I just had this overwhelming sense of joy. Just a smile came across my face ear to ear. It pleased me greatly. You know how much I despise communists, right? I know you do too. You know how much I despise corporate America linking up completely with the government to crush you. In every way, in every possible way, from credit card companies to, to I mean, really all of them now, they're all joining with the government and the cause to destroy you and your way of life. And I hate them for that. I've told you before, I hate that the NFL took football from me. I want to wake up on Sunday and I want to go watch my Giants play like I watched play for my entire life. I still have a, it was a Christmas gift from my parents 10 years ago. I still have a custom LT, Lawrence Taylor jersey, one of the old school authentic ones. They cost like $200 or something like that. Oh, Chris, it's sweet and it's real thick. It's like the game. It was awesome. I still have it. I want to put it on again and I want to grill Jesse Kelly burgers and watch the NFL, but I hate you social justice warrior America hating losers and I'm never watching again. I hate that. It fills me with bitterness. I get mad at the corporate world about it. It's why we talk about putting our money where our morals are all the time, to punish them for that. But I do have some good news. I want you to picture I want you to picture the worst person you know. And it doesn't have to be somebody you personally know, ever. Who's, you, who's the worst person in history in your mind? Maybe it's some serial killer, or or Hitler's probably on a lot of bunch of it. Chris says Mao. Mao's probably Mao should be on your top five list, no matter what. All right, let's just use Mao. Picture Mao. Biggest mass murderer in history? Probably not really debatable. Biggest mass murderer in history? Just a despicable human being in every possible way. And I want you to picture this. And I know this is going to sound. Horrible and like I'm a bad person, but I am a bad person. You already know this. I want you to picture Mao having killed 50 million people, 60 million people with no regrets. And then you find out Mao has an inoperable brain tumor that's going to kill him. Isn't that great news? Aren't you excited? Does that make me a bad person, Chris? Does that make me sound like a bad person? Because I saw this headline today out of New York. And it just filled me with such joy. It pleased me to no end. The New York Times is... It's not a bad publication. It's not a Democrat publication. It's not liberal. It's not left-leaning. These are all very nice words the right has used to describe a treasonous newspaper that is actually, when you consider Walter Durante and how he worked with Stalin... When you consider everything the New York Times has done, you could easily justify the government. The government should have honestly broke it up and disbanded the magazine as being a threat to national security. That's how truly evil and wretched the New York Times is. And we just found out today. And so much of America is going to find this out. And it's so wonderful. They have brain cancer. You know what the brain cancer looks like? Headline. Over 1,300 New York Times employees pledge not to return to the office. In the latest bitter contract dispute between the News Guild journalists unions and the New York Times, so on and so forth, there's a gigantic dispute over Making people return to the office. They're having to spend more money on gas and mass transit and clothing and lunches, and they're not getting salary increases. And we are unionizing, and this is about the worker. And you know what? I can't help but laugh and smile because all you despicable losers in the media, all you scumbags in the corporate world from the NFL, oh, the NFL, you'll go that way too. It's coming for you, pal. The, the Nike, all of them, you've all got it coming to you. Because you all now, whether it's out of weakness or whether it's just because you actually are a communist, like the communists you hire, for whatever reason, you spend all your time har- hiring all these Leninists, all these cultural Marxists fresh out of college, talking about how, how uh, social justice and equity and diversity and inclusion, and not only do you hire them, you bring them into your organization and then you act like your organization is an ambassador for these things. Look how much we hate white people. Aren't we great here at the NFL? Yeah, America does suck. Go Nike! And you're enjoying all this all this publicity for it now because Hollywood loves you and you're getting all this love. But here's the beauty of it. And I know this is dark and I know it's frankly not Christian. I realize this. The beauty of it is You all already have a cancer inside of your brain, and it's going to kill you. And the reason it's beautiful is you put it there. You put it there on purpose, and you all wholeheartedly have done everything you can do, and you've been wildly successful, to your credit. You've been wildly successful in bringing the country I love to its knees, we are on the precipice precipice that's a tough word precipice of an economic disaster unlike anything you can possibly comprehend and there's nobody more responsible no entity more responsible for that than the New York Times and as a whole the corporations in the United States of America are just as responsible as the government now for what has brought this nation to its knees and the fact that you have you have brought a cancer into your brain And I already know it. You don't know it yet. But I already know it's going to kill you one day. It is the most wonderful thing in the world. Because I know you're going to burn my country down first. Don't get me wrong. You'll be around until my country is left to ash. But then eventually, all these vicious little communists you've brought into your your fold, they're going to eat you alive like a parasite from the inside out. And as you slowly die... And I, if I'm still alive, I want you to understand that I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to stand on your grave every time one of these vicious little monsters makes your corporate life miserable because you did this. I remember that video of a bunch of law students at Georgetown Law, one of the most prestigious universities out there, shouting somebody down, just vicious little communists. And you know what? It actually gave me joy because I sat back and thought to myself, every one of those kids, They're going to graduate and go to some prestigious law firm that's going to brag about all their diversity, and that law firm will be brought to its knees one day. And on that day, I want you to understand, I'm going to smile, and I'm going to laugh at your pain. Now, let's talk about the economy. Let's talk about what's going on today. First, let's get to a quick email here. Soon to be bald Oracle one. Well, that's not very nice, by the way. When in the Holy Land, you need to try the homemade green scug. It's a Middle East version of salsa, but much hotter and with taste. You will feel it twice. Just ask Chris says I can use his name. His name is Rick. Chris, what is scug? You've never had scug. You've never even heard of it. What kind of a Jew are you? Okay, well, apparently this is something that is prevalent in Israel and now I'm intrigued. Oh, we're we're trying skug. We're trying Oh, we're definitely trying skug. Chris No, I'm not sure it's the name. Okay, I'm not some kind of I'm not a genius over here. All right. We'll try it together. Everyone who comes on this trip, we will all get together, no water. That's the challenge. No water. And we all have a bite of skug and you got to last 5 minutes without any water. Anyone who wants to come on the trip, as long as it's available, remember, there's a limited amount of space. Anyone who wants to go to Israel with me and the fellas and my family next year, next July, you can, all right? ChristianExpedition.com slash Jesse. We're going to spend 10 days touring the Holy Land. We're going to walk where Jesus walked. We're going to geek out on history. We're going to make fun of Chris. We're going to do all the things we love to do. ChristianExpedition.com slash Jesse if you want to go. Now, on to the economy.
2: Missed out? Catch up. com.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I know that was a little dark, but look. I can get dark at times. We have to find things to celebrate. Corporate America swallowing a poison pill on purpose? I think that's fantastic. I think it's wonderful. Eat, New York Times. Eat each other. Eat each other. Yes, you're right. Those bosses are oppressing you. You should definitely strike. (laughs) All right. Now, (sighs) let's deal with the news of the day. To be fair... I probably should have opened the show talking about inflation in the news of the day. I, I realize that in general, you want to lead with your best, biggest story. That's kind of how it's supposed to work. But I've never paid any attention to that. And I just do whatever I want anyway. But you can't cover up the numbers that now the media is waking up to see. I call it the media waking up to see it because it's not like it's, not like it's news to you that we're in a crappy recession. Remember this. It's one of those things that's really not talked about. We are in a recession. We are officially in a recession. We've already had two official quarters of negative growth. They spent three days changing the, the definition of recession, and now everyone's just kind of moved on and acted like we're not. But the wildest part is when you do media stuff for a living, radio, TV, things like that, you, you look for headlines and different stories and things, but it's frankly, you're behind you're behind. I could sit here and read you numbers, you know them all. Fuel oil is up. Fuel oil, that's a tough word. Fuel oil is up 70%. Gas 26. Airline 33, eggs 33 or eggs 40, milk 17, groceries 13, electricity 16. So, I could sit and read all the numbers for you, but that those are numbers. They don't mean anything. Normal people have already felt this. All of a sudden, you get all these articles out saying inflation sucks. The official inflation number. Yeah, people are already... They know. Believe me. Anyone who's gone to buy eggs, they know. Especially us in the Kelly household, because my boys are now 13 and 12, about to be 12 and 14, and they... When we sit down to eat breakfast, my oldest eats three eggs, my youngest eats two, I eat three, if the wife gets in at all and has an egg or two... One meal is a dozen eggs and eggs. When I was growing up, because, you know, we didn't have a ton of money when I was growing up, eggs are what we lived on. We lived on eggs all the time. And part of the beauty of eggs is not only are they mega nutritious, they're fairly cheap. Well, now, if you're going through a dozen eggs a meal, that's anyway, you know, all these things, if you buy groceries, you know, all these things. So now we have headlines out today and officially we know we're in trouble Now, I'm going to... I'm just preparing you for this here. You know I don't like to do this a lot. I'm getting ready to nerd out on some economic details because I think they're important. Don't let your eyes gloss over. Just stay with me, okay? First, let's deal with something that's scaring me. There are two different things that are scaring me, and I can't decide which one scares me more. One, you know the fed and uh, the people all the all the financial experts treasury people all these people you know how they're always so confident and they always sound like wow well, we just got to move some numbers around here and they use a bunch of words you don't understand well the cpi and the food index and, that, but the, and they use all these numbers and then they act like wow well, we've got this right i went to yale trust me we've got this well janet yellen he doesn't sound very confident at all but
0: the fed is going to need great skill and also some good luck to achieve what we sometimes call a soft landing
3: that doesn't sound good at all especially when you consider there's no such thing as great skill at the fed we don't have skilled people there oh don't get me wrong i know we have credentialed people there i know they all i went to chicago school of business i went to nyu no they're all freaking morons they're all morons They don't understand the economy. They think they're gods who can control the economy. They're frankly the worst people on earth, and they're the dumbest people on earth. Okay, so we need great skill and luck for a soft landing. Okay, let's just be frank about this. Again, it's not your mommy's show. It's your daddy's show. It's my show. We're not going to have a soft landing. And who's been telling you for a while that we are not in some economic downturn we're, we're just kind of on the downswing and we're getting ready to swing right back up who's been telling you for a while we are at the entry phase this is just the tip it is just beginning now this is the tip of the iceberg there's a whole lot of iceberg coming behind it all right now That made me nervous when the people who normally sound way overconfident say we're going to need some luck. But then there was something else that made me probably more nervous than that. The Biden administration today, they were bragging
0: building an economy that finally works for working families. We started with the American rescue plan that's taken us from economic crisis to economic resurgence
3: wasn't just Joe though, Corinne Diversity Hire got in on that.
1: What is your message to Americans who are seeing these rising costs? And are you confident that you're doing enough to, to finally bring these down? So look, the president has said for uh, some time now, when it comes to his uh, his number one economic priority is to deal with inflation, is to make sure that we are lowering costs for Americans, for, for the American people, for American families, Americans who have to come around the table, uh, you know, once a month in, in particular to figure out how are they going to pay those bills. Again, this is why the event that we're having uh, in less than 45 minutes to, to uh, celebrate and talk talk about you're here from the president about the Inflation Reduction Act is so critical. That is why Democrats and this president uh, took took the you know did the hard work to get that done. is to lower costs on health care, to lower costs on prescription drugs.
3: It probably makes me more nervous than Janet Yellen signaling doom. Is the Biden administration signaling that everything is great? That makes me nervous because they are increasingly conducting themselves like people who are not concerned with whether or not they're going to win elections. They understand inflation is bad. They understand working people are hurting. When someone is hurting, there's nothing dumber you can do than run up to them and tell them how fine they are. You know? The wife has a a, a a death in the family or something like that. Fellas, trust me. You don't want to go with the, I'll oh, quit crying. It's not even that sad. Calm down. Trust me, guys. That doesn't work. <laughs> so I don't know which one makes me more nervous, but let's go back to the actual economy itself. Why? Why am I saying things like that? Why am I talking about how this is just the tip and how it gets worse and it, I'm going to explain. I've talked to some people who know. I'm going to explain, and then we're going to talk about what we can do. Let's make some preparations. Let's grow up a little, huh?
0: Hang on.
1: energy.com for the prospectus and more information. more details
3: it is the it jesse me. kelly show and, and I, i'm just i'm trying to avoid this the the, the subject at hand we're just, we're discussing the economy and inflation and And where we are, but much more important, where we are, where we're going. Don't you always want to know where we're going? That's what I always want to know. Don't tell me where where I'm at. I know prices are high. I know that. It sucks. I know that. I I want to know where I'm going. I want to make preparations. We're about to dig into that. I did get a snicker at this, though. Not a snicker. It's actually extremely sad. But you've heard about various poor communities across the country experiencing water that is undrinkable. There was Flint, Michigan. Recently, it was Jackson, Mississippi, and now there are accusations that there's arsenic, arsenic in the water in a public housing complex in New York, so much so that Mayor Eric Adams had to show up and go chug the water to prove to people that it's safe to drink. Now, that's all sad, but one of the things that, one of the things that makes me marvel is this. And we've talked about this before on the show. We'll talk about it again. I, I'm very worried this is going to be a continuing theme, but we think to ourselves that standards of living and ways of life only go up for a nation, for uh, frankly, for the world, because it, no matter how old you are, that's been your experience. If you're 100 years old right now, you've experienced nothing but Better medicine, better this, better that. I'm not saying the old times weren't better about a bunch of things, but, but as far as technology goes and industry and things like that, there's only been advance and advance and advance and advance and advance. And we don't understand because we've never lived through it. I've never lived through it. You haven't lived through it. We don't understand that is not the course of human history. The course of human history is these world-changing societies like America has been, like Rome was and others. The Ottomans, these world-changing societies, increasing all of the standard of living across the world, and then when they finally crumble and go down, mankind, humanity, experiences a decrease. Remember, in America, in the early days, the colonial days, do you know where people went poop? So, like, I'm not being vulgar. I'm not. You know where the, You know where they went poop in an outhouse outside. You went out and you dug yourself a real deep pit and you built some sort of a wooden structure around it and you walked out and you had to use the bathroom in the outhouse. Do You know where they pooped in Rome? In the indoor toilet. They had indoor plumbing. Now, not all of them. Obviously I'm speaking about the rich ancient Rome had indoor plumbing and it took a long time for that to become something more universal for man ever again, ever again. And it occurs to me, because I've used this example before, water. We undersell water. One of, the, one of the main killers of people on the planet every single day, this is a lot of dark talk, is uh, irritable bowels. I'll put it that way. Irritable bowels. Why? Because they have parasites. Why? Because they don't have access to clean drinking water. You're an American citizen. You have never, unless you're out of nature or something like that, if you're in society anywhere, I don't care where you are right now. If you're on the subway, if you're driving, if you're at work, you are walking distance away from endless amounts of clean drinking water. What if that changes? What if that changes? All right, now, along those same lines, it brings me to this. Where are we at on the economy? I have, I have different headlines here. Okay, Biden said it's on the right, right track. <laughs> That's funny. Soaring electricity bills are the latest. Inflation edged up despite a gas price decline. You know what? Let's start there because I want to nerd out on a couple details so we're all armed with the appropriate information. The gas price decline. Why? Joe Biden's talked about it a lot. It's one of his main bragging points. Gas is down, even though it's way up since he took over the presidency. Gas is down. Gas is coming down. Why is it down? There are two reasons gas is down, and they're both horrific. So when your crazy liberal aunt on Facebook starts bragging about Joe Biden reducing gas prices, if you feel like it, you can educate her on this. What's number one? What's the number one reason gas is down? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are sucking the strategic oil reserve dry. The strategic oil reserve, because the country, most definitely the military, needs vast quantities of oil. The numbers, when you, when you hear the gallons and thousands of gallons and tens of thousands of gallons, when you hear the quantities of oil it takes to run a Navy, to run an air force. And that's even with all our nuclear powered stuff, to run an army, to our military. It is a national defense issue. We need vast quantities of available oil now at all times. That's why we have a strategic oil reserve. The Biden administration, because they didn't want to drill for any more oil, but they knew they needed to put more oil on the market. They've chosen to suck the strategic oil reserve down to niblets up until the election, and then it stops. So that's one of the reasons. The second reason is actually somehow more horrific than the first reason. Poor countries, we've talked about this before, poor countries across the globe, they're already done buying energy, meaning energy got so expensive, they simply said, uh, please stop calling us, we're done for now. And we're just simply going without. Poor people are already dying. And that has taken those countries, entire countries, out of the market. And that is reducing prices. So remember, that's actually terrible news. Now let's get to the other things. And this is, again, stay with me. Some of this stuff is nerdy, but it's important because we have to figure out where we're going. Food. We have tons of it here. Tons of it here. However, that can change, and it can change very, very, very quickly. China is on the verge of a manufacturing crisis for a variety of reasons that I'm not going to go into right now. We need China. We need their help. I'm not going to nerd out on the details. For about 60% of our food We need Chinese stuff. If Chinese stuff can't come, that food doesn't get produced. You know what else you need for food? Diesel fuel. Guess what's running out and getting massively more expensive? Diesel fuel. But beyond any of these things, let's focus on this. Soaring electricity bills are the latest inflation flashpoint. Understand this. I want you to look around you right now. Again, I don't, I don't care where you are. Whether you're at home, riding the subway, whether you're driving in the countryside, I don't care where you are right now. Unless you're out in nature, if you're driving in the countryside, this will still apply to you. Unless you're out in nature, walking alone in the woods, listening to the sound of my voice, which I realize the odds are many people are doing. But unless you're out in nature, you understand that oil... Gas and coal built everything around you. It doesn't matter what you see. Well, not, not me. I drive an electric car. Dummy, you needed all those things for your electric car at various levels. Oh, not me. I put, I put solar panels on the house. Let me finish my granola. How do you think they made the solar panels, Jack? Where do you think those things came from? all around you everything your eyes see right now was made with oil or gas or coal or a combination of all three so why am i so pessimistic about where we're headed i will explain in just a moment fighting for your freedom
1: every day the jesse kelly show
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Tuesday. Don't forget, you can email the show, jesse at com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. Actually, we're going to do a Thursday this week. Jesse at com. jesse at com. Now, before I get into the all the things that I'm concerned about, the reason I think this recession, depression is what I think it's going to be, is going to be so long and so hard is let's talk about your personal protection here for a second. Before we get into the, the economy, let's understand that as economies go down, we talk about this a lot, violence goes up, violent crime goes up and up and up and up robberies, rapes, murders. That's just simply what happens. That's the way it goes. As more people get pushed into desperation Violent people get more violent. Formerly nonviolent people can turn violent. It's dangerous out there. You need something on you everywhere you go. Maybe you're saying to yourself, Jesse, I don't like guns. Jesse, I want my wife to get one. She doesn't like guns. Jesse, my daughter does not Jesse, my father won't. Jesse, get a, get a hero gun. It's a non-lethal gun. You don't even have to call it a hero gun if you don't want. Or get him a hero arrow. It's even smaller and shoots the gel. The hero gun shoots the pepper balls. It will save your life or the life of the person you love the most. Anyone can use it. Anyone. Point and squeeze. And it's non-lethal. You can tell them, oh, you don't have to touch those icky guns if you don't want. Doesn't require a concealed carry permit. Anyone can use it. Point and squeeze, and it is debilitatingly painful. It will stop somebody. Hero2020.com promo code JESSE gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com code JESSE. Everywhere. Grocery store, taxi, car, work, home, everywhere. Keep one close by. It's a dangerous world and getting more dangerous. Hero 2020.com. Now, the economy. Here's what we're dealing with. You already know. Breaking news in case you don't know. Dow down 1,200 today. 1,200. Why? Well, on top of the fact inflation is really, really, really bad. 8.3%. We now have to deal with interest rates. And remember this. Remember this. To stop inflation, to stop out-of-control inflation, which we obviously had now because we stopped our economy for COVID. That was insane and suicidal, and now we're going to feel the effects of it. To stop out-of-control inflation, the only way to stop it is to raise interest rates. Now, raising interest rates, it will shrink the economy. So I know this is a ton, but wrap your mind around this. Inflation is bad. It's going to keep getting worse to stop it from getting to a place where it's completely out of control and you're not worth anything. They have to intentionally, intentionally drive the economy into a ditch. The economy's a car. It's heading towards an inflation cliff where all money is worth crap. They know this. That's what happens when you print 80% of the currency in the course of two years for a virus. Anyway, they know that if it crosses that cliff, we're finished. So they have to, as we're driving 80 miles an hour towards the cliff, they have to intentionally take the steering wheel and yank the economy into the ditch and total the car to avoid everyone definitely dying as we go flying off the edge of the cliff. That's why the Dow dropped 1200 points today. They're getting ready to jack interest rates up to Jimmy Carter levels over the next 6 months to a year. That's another reason I'm dark. But wait, it's actually more. And I know this is a lot, but this is why this is why I tell you we're at the just the tip phase because it's not as if we have these crumbling parts of our economy, these crumbling pillars holding up our economy and we're rapidly doing the right things and deregulating the economy and patching them back up, up. and the government is massively slashing spending. We have these crumbling pillars, and we're throwing grenades at them. The energy sector. Set aside the fact that it's everything around you. Remember, New York City banned natural gas hookups for new construction. We have right now a war on oil, gas, and coal. This war is taking place at every level of your government. Both political parties are taking part in it. Republicans less so, but they suck too. Energy is not only part of building every single thing and powering every single thing you see around you. Energy is a gigantic part of the economy, period, when it just comes to jobs. If you wage war on, honestly, it might be the most important pillar of our economy. If your economy already teetering and you already have inflation and interest rates are already going through the roof and then you look at one of the main pillars and you start attaching blocks of C4 to it you are virtually guaranteeing that we are going to a very, very dark place. I want to clarify. I am not telling you this to bring you down. I want you to understand the why. I want you to understand where we're going. And I haven't even gotten into the fact the Fed jacking up interest rates. You know who has to pay those interest rates? Oh, it's not just you. It's not just me. The government itself has to pay the increased interest rate on the $31 trillion, with a T, $31 trillion debt we have piled up. So now we're going to experience an even more drastic shrinkage there, where they're either going to A, cut spending, which will never happen, or B, drive inflation back through the roof by the government spending more money it doesn't have. Do you see how dark this is? Do you see what it looks like? That's why I tell you the things. I I want you to understand. Look, and you can have a difference of opinion. That's fine. I'm I'm actually not an oracle. I just like to joke about it on the radio. But I do talk to a ton of very smart people, and that's where I see us going. I talk to them about different things. I'm trying to gauge, what about this sector? What about ranching? What about energy? And I I try to talk to as many people as I can to give me a a more clear view of where we're heading. That is where we're heading. I know that's dark. I know it is. But if we don't acknowledge reality, then when it gets here, we're going to be stunned. Have you made preparations? Jesse, what can I do? Do you have food? Emergency food? Do you have gold? Precious metals, hard assets, gold, not just gold, gold, silver, land, Hard assets right now. Hard assets. Do you have them? Do you have ammunition? Do you have, let's say it's not the lights going off. Let's say it's just the lights going off for three or four days. Do you have something, a generator? Do you have something that will keep the things refrigerated in your home that you need refrigerated? I know I know this is a pain, but if we don't prepare, then we deserve what we get when it gets here. All right, I'm moving off of this because I know that's dark. And I'm going to end up, not yet, not yet. I'll end up taking some calls and things like that a little later on in the show. But I wanted to explain why I see where we're going. Now, let's talk about yet another thing. Let's talk about the DOJ. Hang on.
1: no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details hi it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts jessica bennett and Susie banakaram here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect
2: which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart
1: From the dethroning of the first Black Miss America.
2: To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden
1: Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report.